Welcome to a very special Christmas day, maybe, episode of the PJ Party Podcast. Happy holidays. Yeah, happy holidays. It is a bit of a shorter one this week because everyone's kind of on vacation. We were on vacation last week, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, we're hoping that you have a nice little cozy Christmas time. Yeah, uh, cozy is the way to go. Look, at every Christmas should be a relative amount of coziness to mm-hmm. it. You know, the hustle and the bustle. I look forward to getting the bustle done with and then hunkering down for a coze. Mm-hmm. Guess what? This year, no bus. Just no hus, la. no bus, just goes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, what are your plans for Christmas? What do you got going on? Absolutely nothing, and I'm mm-hmm. not relishing in it. I'll tell you, last year I had the busliest Christmas of all. I, like, mm. traveled first to Winnipeg and then rented a friggin' car and drove the most treacherous highway in Canada to Thunder Bay and back. And, oh, my gosh. Yeah, and there's just, like, so much family and so much friends. And don't get me wrong, it was a really fun and wintry Christmas. Mm-hmm. But I swore up and down. I was like, next year I'm staying in Victoria and I'm not doing jack Shit, I'm just going to like go for maybe a walk at Dallas Road. I'm going to go for a hike in the woods. I'm going to eat my own dinner. And guess what? Now that's the law. Yeah, like you have (laughs) to do that. I know it is kind of nice in that way where it definitely has not felt stressful. Usually I'm really stressed out Mm because like money's, you know, always Mm -hmm. tight during the Christmas time Mm -hmm. because you're buying for so many people and... You know, that was kind of eliminated this year. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be buying presents for my family when I see them next, which sure. I don't know when that's going to be over in Vancouver. But, yeah, it is nice. And uh, I think for our Christmas, we, I live with my sister and then my yeah. partner, and we're just going to make a beef Wellington. That's oh. what we decided to do is, like, spend a day just, like, making this beautiful beef Wellington. <laughs> That is so nice. Mm-hmm. Good for you. Mm. Yeah, the food thing, we address it, I think, later in this pod, but mm. yeah, so much of Christmas and holidays are tied up in food traditions, and I think it's a really lovely thing to embrace this year to, like, you can let all of that go. Mm-hmm. You can do whatever you want. You can do the traditional thing in a creative, small way, or you can just eat nothing but chocolates all day long. It's yeah. like whatever you want. Beef Wellington. Yeah, Beef Wellington. We're going to give that so a go. Because it's challenging and it gives you like enough to do right. throughout the day. Because mm-hmm. that's the thing too is like you don't have a lot of family around. So you're not like, you know, conversation isn't going wild or anything. There's just going to be three of us. So I don't know what to do. Maybe like watch Hallmark movies and yes. see if there's like drinking games yes. attached to it. Maybe yes. play some Romoli. Have you ever played Romoli? Yeah, I really like uh, games like Romoli actually. Romoli yeah. is my favorite game. It yeah. is so fun. So it's mixed with like poker and um, gambling okay. or other types of gambling. I don't know. what. It, how would you even explain it? It's like a bunch of different games put together. Yeah, I don't know it well enough to tell you the rules, but mm-hmm. I just know that I, yeah, I like There's that There's a poker stuff. element to it, right. but you just have like chips and yeah, it's, I don't know, it's really fun. You know, um, yeah, cribbage is one of those games as well. Oh, if you've yeah. got just nothing but a Christmas day and boxing day to enjoy, getting some crib. You know what I'm doing? <laughs> I love this so much. It makes me such an ass. I have been bugging my uh, partner and our roommate. Mm-hmm. We're a little family, you know, household. I've been bugging them for months now, since we've lived together practically, that I want to play Monopoly. Mm-hmm. And they both are like, no, I'm not into it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, come on, Monopoly. It's a classic. It's a, on a rainy day or out at a cabin, like, I have some great memories of Monopoly. You hate it too? Frig Monopoly. Why? It's one of those games that just, like, takes too long. It's kind of boring. It's like yes. Risk to me, and I'm yes. not a fan. Yeah, I agree with all those things, but mm. I also love it. And okay. also, if you play with just adults, it can be really fun. Anyways, we don't have a Monopoly board at the house. For Christmas, in the spirit of everyone hating Monopoly, 
and it being the most frustrating board game, I bought them Monopoly. <laughs> oh my god! I wrapped it, and it's under the tree, and they're get, and they're already sniffing around, being like. Oh my God! What did you buy for the family? What is this? <laughs> like, you, don't shake it, or sweet. you'll know what it is. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You'll feel things rattling yeah. around. But I bought them a classic Monopoly as a troll gift. Oh my gosh! Nice. And then I'm gonna force them to play it with me. Yeah, they're gonna have the worst Christmas of their lives. That's exactly what they need. <laughs> uh, you guys are gonna start a lot of drama in the house, I'm sure. Yeah. What other gifts did you get? Um, okay, I also. I mean, that's pretty much it. You know, what was really fun to buy. What was that? For the pets. Mm. Did you buy pet presents for your cats? No, but I had a kitty cat Christmas. Where it was just cats? Yeah, so my partner brought over his cat, uh, who's a kitten, yes. and I have two cats, and then they played together, and we put a Christmas hats on them. <laughs> yeah, that's good. And they liked it for a second, they hated it, yeah. and um, yeah, so that was cr- cat Christmas, and lots of treats and catnip. That's really nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I bought um, the dog Gary a bone. Aww. Dogs love opening their own presents too, by the way. True. That eats up like 25 minutes on a Christmas morning, and it's the most enjoyable maybe 25 minutes of the day. Good point. And then uh, for the cat, yeah, hairball d- controlled cat treats. Aww. She'll love it. She'll yeah. love the- it. <laughs> this is what happens when you're alone, no children. Okay. Christmas turns into being for the pets. Dude, I, so last week we had the week off mm-hmm. and I was just staying at home cleaning. Oh my gosh, to clean my house. It felt so good. I, I was very productive. Yeah. It was awesome. But I also felt relaxed and rejuvenated. It didn't have to deal with the public as much as I love the public. I hate the public. <laughs> yeah. um, it was great. But I realized that I was talking to my cats a lot more. And I've okay. got this habit that I'm, like, talking to my cats as if they're children. Okay. You know? Like, yeah. I'm like, oh, baby, like, how was your day? No, no, no. And I, like, pick them up and, and shake them like a baby. Not, like, hard. But, like, like you know, them? bounce them like a baby. Yeah. And I don't know what's happening to me. Uh-oh. Am I getting, like, maternal instincts with my cats? Yes. Is that going to turn into me wanting a kid one day? Yes. Why do you say that? Because that's what that is. Really? I don't go around bouncing my cat like a baby. (laughs) Or is it just because of the pandemic? I'm a little like mentally maybe not as strong as I'm usually am. Mm. Maybe it has something to do with that. Interesting. I don't know. Can you feel your ovaries? I I always feel my ovaries. Oh, really? Well, when they cramping. Mm -hmm. And uh, do you have like, yeah, Krampus with the ovaries. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay. uh, What about this? Are you filled with an existential dread that you're not leaving your mark on the world? No. Mm. Okay. I think that's why people have kids. Oh, is that right? Yeah, you want to see your lineage progress down through the ages. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, not that yet. And uh, just the thought of having a kid scares me. But, like, these these instincts are coming up where I'm like, oh, and did you feed? It? Oh, you're sad. Let's talk about it. Like, why are you sad today? Okay, let's get the cats together and apologize right. to each other, you know? Right, right, right. Here's a question. Mm. Okay, not very Christmassy, but let me run this by you. Okay. Would you be more interested in having children if you knew that by the time their brain was developing, you could put your brain in their body and continue to live forever as a whole oh new person? God. Great question. Great question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But do, do you hear what I'm saying? It's like, rather than, it's like, imagine that a baby was born and it's kind of like a brainless shell of a person, okay? Which is pretty much, they are that anyways. Right. And and then like around, I don't know, say like, uh, I would like late toddler or like early child, five, maybe mm. five, six, seven years old, you know, when they start to develop a personality as it is now, but instead they would just be like a like a bumping around, like no personality. But then you as a parent would just say, okay, we're ready for the procedure. And then you go in and you just pop your brain out, 
kill your body or dispose of it because who, who needs it anymore and then put your brain and your personality and everything into the the new little creature oh you've created and you can just continue living forever absolutely not i don't want it i don't want to even open up that gate because if you think about it the <laughs> evil that will be done because oh, of this what? yeah if you think about like if everyone has that ability think about mm-hmm. the people who would do that they're the people who want to have control, right? Oh, wow. They want to be raised by themselves. Their ego is probably oh, a little bit bigger than most people's, okay. and it could be dangerous. Say, Think of the worst person you could ever think of right now. Okay. And then that person raising themselves, uh-huh. and then that person raising themselves in this train of this person no evolution, really. That sounds terrifying, yeah. and, but I feel like it would be a really good movie. Yeah, you're probably right. I mean, I just think about, they want to put our brains in robots, right? Like, Mm. you're going to be able to live forever, maybe within our lifetime. Mm. It's like, we'll make you a new body. It'll be just like your one or better or made of silicone or I don't know. Mm. Let's pop your brain out and put it in the silicone body. It'll have (sighs) good Wi-Fi capabilities, right? Brain chip and everything. Yeah, yeah, you'll be a personal hotspot. Oh, my gosh. Built into your butt. Why not that? But why not like a biological way where you swap brains with your children? <laughs> yeah. You'd need two kids. Everyone would need to have two kids because then you and your partner both could it's do a brain swap. Yeah. 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 Good point. Good point. Wow. Uh, okay. Yeah. No, I don't think, I think I'll avoid it. I and, think I'll avoid having kids in general. Just no. Just imagine like I'm wasting this life, but yeah. once you've lived one life, then you're like, Wow. Now I get to take everything I've learned and yeah. put it into this brand new, fresh body. Maybe I will take up piano. <sighs> now, you know what? You'd be like this. I'll, I'll get piano on the next body. That's true. You oh. would do the same thing. You, you would procrastinate because really you could do that anytime right now. Why haven't you done it? Good point. Good Look, point. We've got one life to live, okay? So live yeah. it the best and live happy the holidays. Best for, for your Christmas wish, if that's what you wish for, I hope it comes true for you. Okay, bye. Today on the last afternoon zone before Christmas, we are recreating a holiday classic. What's that? It's one that you made famous last year, Jenny. Oh no, what is it? Here comes the music, get ready! Oh no, oh no. If you want more cash for Christmas and don't want to spend on gas, that's okay, stay home on the couch and park your silly ass. This holiday season, do the right thing and celebrate the merriest day of the year. Cozy it up and do nothing. Stay festive and safe. Happy to say that Paul is back. Uh, Kid, I was, I didn't take a day off yesterday because I had sniffles and a cough. I know. That's this crazy thing. It's like, you got sniffles and a cough? That's it. You don't know if it's sniffles and a cough from, like, laying around in your filth all week because I was off last week. Yeah. Kind of sitting around, not doing much. You know, great time to just get sniffles and a cough. But who knows? Is that just sniffles or is that the deadly virus that will kill everyone around you? Uh. So, yeah, had to go and do the uh, the test. And you didn't do the one that was up the nose? No, it was full-on gargle now. Nice. And uh, it was very, very chill. I was so awkward about it, though. I, like, didn't realize they give you a little tube, mm-hmm. and then you have to squeeze the solution into your mouth. But I didn't understand. I just kind of was, like, waiting for it to dribble <laughs> into my mouth. And she's like, just squeeze it. Just give it a squeeze. I'm like, oh, 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 oh. I'm just trying to squeeze this stuff in my mouth. <laughs> anyway, so it was totally fine. And then, of course, luckily, within 24 hours, I had my results that I was didn't have COVID. Because, like, obviously, I haven't left the house. Yeah. Where am I getting COVID from? But mm-hmm. 
can't take that chance. No. Well, I'm happy you're feeling better today. Thanks, bud. You look well. I'm coughing and... a little bit still, so don't worry. Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, Not why COVID. are you still here? Yeah, I know. Okay. It's okay. <laughs> um, we were talking earlier today, though, about um, what we're doing for Christmas. Obviously, it's going to be really different this year. And uh, the big meal with a bunch of people gathering around is not going to happen. Nope. So what are your alternatives? Because I don't want to do a big turkey dinner if it's just me. I kind of learned that at Thanksgiving, like I did the full on 40 pound turkey and yeah. then I was just eating turkey by myself. And even we were allowed bubbles back then. So like, uh, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of leftovers. I've been hearing people have been going like for a smaller bird, like a duck. How do you like feel a about little that? hen. I think duck is delicious, so it makes sense to me. You and I have a lot of history with the squab, which is squab pigeon. Squab is I great. can definitely recommend squab. Squab. I think it's safe to say and assume that a lot of people are not doing the a traditional big gigantic turkey meal that everyone usually does for Christmas or mm. ham or roast beast or whatever it is. So we're thinking about the alternatives. What are you going to do this year for Christmas? It's your oyster. Do whatever you want, even yeah. oysters. Traditions out the window. Make what? your own new tradition. Sure. Uh, we had Brandon text in and say said that they're doing ribs and crab. Oh, that sounds so good. Good idea. Yeah, really good. Elizabeth says lots of restaurants are doing takeout Christmas dinner. I mean, I feel kind of bad that, you know, restaurants and workers have to work on Christmas and do that. But in a year where, you know, revenue and everything has been so down, I'm sure they're happy to just, you know, have a lot of people getting after it on Christmas. Yeah, good time to support local for sure. Uh, Nathan says for the vegetarians out there, pan fried tofu with veggie gravy. That sounds good. You had an idea? Uh, well, this has been a dream of mine for a while. Um, I mean, it would be better if I could share it with friends, but I might just make it, you know, extra sad and do this for myself. Okay. Um, but it's, you know, like the back in the day when in the 70s where everything was like weird jello formed <gasps> sort of foods, like yes. very gross foods foods, those sort of things. Yeah. Um, I want to just make a meal just strictly from 70s recipes for Christmas. Like we're talking about oh a holiday tuna tree. <laughs> One of those jello things with ham in it. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, what else is there? Yeah, gelatin Christmas trees. How about a hostess tree, which is made out of what looks like ham and sausage wieners and some jalapeno olive thingies on a tree? They loved ham back in the seventies. Oh, yeah, spam as well. Oh. Okay, I uh, will start looking up some recipes for you. Things to make within a mold. Oh, here's one: blue cheese mousse, delicious. Oh, obviously. <laughs> I've said this a uh, hundred times, Jenny. Probably said it on the radio. The next vehicle that I buy will be an electric vehicle. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. We're, we're trying to just get there. We're trying to get us all to be electric vehicle drivers by, what is it supposed to be, 2050? We're supposed to be all driving flying electric cars? Flying electric, yes, specifically. Um, the other thing about you is I know you want to drive electric, but you also buy every single Apple product. So this is like a very exciting news day for you, and you're going to have to start saving your pennies for this because Apple is reportedly advancing plans to develop a self-driving electric vehicle. Huh? Would you buy that? What? Here's some things we know about whatever Apple's electric car is going to be. Okay. Number one, outrageously expensive. Yes. I'm also thinking that their electric, like, docking system, like, their charging station is going to be different from all of the other charging stations. That's right. You're going to have to buy your own Apple charging station. That's That's for sure. It will not be in the box with the car itself. No. You will not get the power brick that you need. (laughs) But yeah, it'll be like a proprietary, (laughs) like a big version of a lightning cable. Yes, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And 
I don't know. I, I don't know. Am I going to buy it? No, I'm not the richest person of all time because that's just going to be able to afford this wacky thing. Yeah, and I'm also thinking, like, I drop all of my Apple products, so I'm hoping it comes with, like, a nice case or something. That's right. Oh, I'm oh. sure there'll be a lot of places at the mall where you can just buy, like, <laughs> cheap cases. Yeah. You buy, like, a really cheap case to put on your, your $100,000 car, yeah. Do we know any idea of when it's coming out? No, it's all just like rumors still and everything. Oh, they're saying they're moving ahead with this technology targeting at 2024. So we're still a few years away from even probably thinking about it being a market. Okay, so here's what I'll do. Okay. I'm going to put every single dollar I earn for my entire salary. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to just save it for the next three, four years. Yeah. And I might have enough for a down payment on the Apple car. Who needs food? Really? <laughs> So we've all been watching, you know, all the extra downtime and everything. I am blasting through Christmas movies. Oh, yeah? And, um, you know, uh, everything's a Christmas movie to me. I don't care. Star Wars, <laughs> Lord of the Rings, mm. okay, Die Hard, obviously. Yeah. Everything that you want to say, is this a Christmas movie? Good enough. If you're watching it at Christmas time, just enjoy yourself. Yeah, that's true. I think Harry Potter's a good one, right? Harry Potter's a Christmas movie. Yeah, because a lot of it is like in the Christmas time. I feel like any movie that is set in Christmas yep. is considered a Christmas movie, and I think that is why Die Hard is considered one. If there's mention of Christmas, mm -hmm. if there's snow on the ground, it doesn't matter. Yeah. If it makes you feel Christmassy, watch it and shush, and let's not fight. Imagine if Die Hard was set in the summer. It would not be a Christmas movie. Absolutely not. Yeah, but of because, course not. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's that's the key there. I hate this kind of argument, okay, but sorry. here's the thing: I was saying is that I was watching Home Alone. The burglar Harry is wearing a wedding ring in that movie, Jenny, and it's not mm -hmm. just in one scene. I noticed it early on in the movie. I was like, "Huh, okay, that's weird." And then he's wearing it throughout the entire movie. He's always wearing a wedding ring. Why? Who's he married to? Is he married to the other burglar named Marv? Maybe. Does he have a wife? Oh. Is his wife okay with him being a burglar? Is, does she know about it? Is she at home wondering where her husband is all the time, hanging out with this weird, goofy, lanky guy named Marv all the time? Oh. What are they doing? They're business partners? Why does he drive a plumbing van? What's happening? Is she in the dark about this? Is he hiding her burglar lifestyle? He just comes home with all this electronics and jewelry and stuff? Maybe she's a burglar, too. Maybe she's a burglar, too, and she's supportive of it. Are we saying that right? Burglar? 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 <laughs> Burger? Okay, text in with your theories right now. Marv? No, wait. Harry from Home Alone. What's the deal with his wife? Or is it that Joe Pesci just didn't take, want to take his wedding ring off to film the stupid kids movie? I like the idea that they're married, uh, like the two burglars are married. Harry and I Marv. I like that. Yeah, I like that idea. And that's why they bicker so much. Oh, my God. Just kiss Harry and Marv and get it mm -hmm. over with. Yeah. Did he steal the ring? That's what I thought at first, mm -hmm. right? This is like going through someone's house. He stole their ring. But then he's just wearing the ring all the time. Who the hell is his wife? What's the deal? Um, so Sean tweeted at me, in looking this up, I found that in Home Alone 4, mm -hmm. featuring none of the original cast, but still about the McAllister family, the villains are Marv, who's played by French Stewart. Do you remember him? Mm. He was from Third Rock and the Sun. Mm. And he has a wife mm. named Vera. They're both burglars. Ah. Despite being called Marv, he dresses like Harry. What a tangled web. Oh, my gosh. Wild. Well, Jordy has sent us an entire backstory okay. of what they think um, the the wife is. Okay. So, Jordy says his wife tragically died and he turned to a life of crime. Makes sense. His wedding ring 
is his last physical reminder of his long-lost love. Wow. And he wears it as a reminder. Maybe Kevin's parents killed his wife. Almost reverse Batman. Wow. Wow. What I a did twist. not get a real murder vibe from <laughs> Catherine O'Hara's character in that movie. But we need a spinoff, I think. Wow. But yeah. Bonnie Henry has had six days off since the start of the pandemic. I remember when she took a vacation, I was like, oh my gosh, that is so needed. Yeah. And you remember what she did on that like one day vacation? What was that? Cleaned her house. Oh, I know. Well, on her six days of vacation, she actually decided to write a book. Wow. Yeah. She finally gets some days off and she's like, I'm, I need to spread some more knowledge. Okay. This is what I'm going to wow. do. It's called Be Kind, Be Calm, Be Safe, her catchphrase. And mm-hmm. it was co-authored by her sister, Lynn. Wow. And this is about the first four weeks of the pandemic. I mean, we can kind of put ourselves back into that time. Everything was very confusing, yeah. scary. And imagine what she was going through as well, uh, kind of being the leader at the time mm-hmm. of, uh, you know, the first four weeks of the pandemic. So that's what it's about. It's about her and her sister and the challenging times that they went through. And the public. That's amazing. Um, Some some really cool thing about this book is that she is donating. She got a book advance to Mm -hmm. publish this thing, and she's donating the advance to First Book Canada, which is a charity organization that provides support to children in need by improving access to literary supplies like books and education. That's great to see. Yeah. And apparently she actually has written other books before. In 2009, she uh, released a book called Soap, Water, and Common Sense, The Definitive Guide to Viruses, Bacteria, Parasites, and Disease. She wrote that in 2009? In 2009. Oh, my God. I bet every single copy is checked out of the library right now. Yeah. I want to read that. I want to read the new one, too. Yeah, you know, I've been saying this a lot, is that I don't really want a lot of things be made about this time. Mm-hmm. Like, I think once we get out of this, the last thing I want to do is, like, watch some movie where Adam Sandler plays, like, a struggling single dad during <laughs> pandemic. Like, I don't want that. Mm. But this, at a book like this, and especially about that very specific time about launching into what was going to be the most wild year of all of our lives, from that perspective, mm-hmm. I'll sit down with that for sure. Thanks for joining the PJ Party. For more from Paul and Jenny, get them live 2 to 6 weekday afternoons on The Zone at 91.3 or around the world via the Internet's tubes at thezone.fm. Do them a solid and leave a review wherever you get this podcast. And tell your friends about it. Paul and Jenny are both on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, so get in touch. Thanks for joining the PJ Party.